Welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. We just saw another fantastic movie starring Keanu Reeves, Toy Story 4. And both Christian and Arjuna were crying. I, of course, did not cry because I have no soul. We're discussing the animation, how they've changed their storytelling, and the big, big idea of did we actually need this film? Mm. That was a terrible intro. No, that was great. And I'm going to keep... Yeah, that's fine. We'll just uh, keep I would like to. We'll I would like it. to put it on record that I did not cry. You did cry. I did not cry. You totally were tearing nope. up next to us. Did not I, cry. There's there's a question of if we cried or not, but there is no question that our father fell asleep. That is 100 percent true. Uh, about a third of the way through the movie, I heard a little noise next to me. I was sitting next to uh, our dad, and uh, I turned, and uh, dad was snoring. Uh, so I just gave him a little <laughs> nudge and uh, woke him up. Nice. I mean, there were definitely parts of the film, right, where it kind of slowed down a little bit. The pacing was kind of woo-woo-woo, but we'll break into that. We'll break into that. I, w- I would even go as far as to say that's an understatement. Oh, wow. And then, wow. <coughs> wow. Somebody's the negative Nancy of the group, and for once, it's not me. Yep. Anyway. You got that right. So on this podcast, wasn't good. we like to do a little thing where we call one-word impressions. And I'd like to go around, and I think we'll start with the negative Nancy over here. What was your one-word impression <laughs> of Toy Story for? My one-word impression is medium. It was somewhere in the medium, in the middle of slow and boring and emotional and fun. And it's so in the middle that I haven't decided yet which side of that... Of that equation that it actually leans a little bit further toward. Wouldn't a better word be mediocre? No, because it was not a mediocre film, but it was medium. What about middle? <laughs> no, I don't like middle. Medium. 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 Okay. Fine. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I think that's a great intro. Medium. So like we needed a psychic to come or yeah, I like that to no. interpret what was going on. No, what no, we no. Were seeing. It was. It was. Uh. It. It was medium. It was like I. Like I said, I. I found parts of the movie very slow and boring. And I would, even, and some parts were overly emotional. Not because they're actually overly emotional, but there was a woman sitting ne- sitting next to me who was like sobbing during some parts, which seemed like overkill. Which is great. So in the sa- in the one row of where we were in the theater, we had the range of emotions of a person falling asleep, yeah. and somebody sobbing. Which which I also I think feeds back into my word of medium. Hmm. Hmm. So yes, that's bizarre. We should mention uh, at this point we haven't gone into it yet, but there are spoilers uh, for Toy Story Four. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, we mm. will be talking at length about the plot details of the movie. Uh, if you do not want the plot to be spoiled, I mean, at this point, isn't it obvious for all of our you know continued listeners? Well, what, what about the new, new ones? The new we, ones? we need the new people. Yeah, but even on the new ones, like you find a, a podcast. This is like a crazy ass side tangent. And I'm, sure. like, I'm gonna have it Let's out. Do it. But like. You're listening. You're in your car. You're, you're discovering new podcasts, and there's one called Toy Story Four. Was it good? Well, actually, it's called Was Toy Story Four Good? Okay, but so wouldn't like a logical human being assume there's going to be spoilers? Like, does it actually have to be said? Like, I think so. Because, do we have to handhold yeah. for yeah. everybody? Yeah. Because there there are certain there's a lot of reviews out there that are spoiler free. Yeah, and we're not one of we're them. We're definitely not one of them. Well, people should. Get a brain or something. I don't know. Arjuna, what was your one-word impression? Uh, my one word is going to be closure. Mm. Uh, I think this was a, a... I'm a big Toy Story fan. Uh, I, I don't think that's a surprise to anyone at this table. But uh, I really love Toy Story 3. I thought that was the perfect ending to a trilogy of movies. And I, I still actually believe that. But I believe that this movie provided um, further closure... <laughs> 
to this series. And <laughs> this is great. You're just giving me ammunition for my ch- ch- stuff later. Okay, Julian. This is gonna be great. Jesus. Why? Like closure. Closure. Yeah. More no no it was further closure further clo- <laughs> so is it further closure or closure no closure? I, my my world word is closure it gives us it gives us a true closure to this world there's there's quite literally at least with these characters there's nothing more you could do there's totally more you could do and you Disney, shouldn't do it Disney's a multi billion dollar yeah multi billion dollar company at this point they want to keep making money 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 sure. I mean I was sitting there and I came to the realization that. The first Toy Story came out in 1995 when the three of us were still living in the United Kingdom. Yep. Mm. Arjuna was a wee little baby. Yep. Yeah, it was some great. of my first memories yeah. of seeing the very first Toy Story. I was like maybe four or five seeing it. And what's crazy, if we all decided to Maybe take, you were six in 1995. Sure, whatever. <laughs> if we all had decided to make like go down the path of like being stupid and having children, we would be taking our kids now to see this thing that we all saw when we were like Little things. Yeah, we'll do that in ten years with Toy Story Five. Wait, oh, so you're having kids no. in ten years? Uh, in ten years, we will all have multiple children. I'm multiple not taking a long term. Different event. women. Wow. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You clearly know something that we don't. <laughs> Are you a weird time traveler? Or something? No, I just thought I'd throw something outlandish. Did you out just there. Rick and Morty us? I did. Damn it. Wow, Christian sees a couple episodes of Rick and Morty, and now he puts pop cultural references everywhere. I'm just, I just love it so much. He gets the Scary Terry reference, though. I do. I don't get it, because I'm smart, and time. I don't watch Rick and Morty. Except last night. But yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating to see that this yeah this movie has been around, or this series has now been around for 24 years. Well, the first movie came out in 95. Yep. Toy Story 2 came out in 99, yep. 98, 99. So a few years, you know, three, four years after. And then 10 years went by. Uh, 11 years went by. 11 years. 11 years went by before Toy Story 3 came out in 2010. Yep, and then nine more years. Then nine more years between uh, three and four. So fun thing, I saw actually Toy Story 3 for the first time on my flight to New York. Yes. And a lot of people had been prepping me and saying that, you know, it was a very, Toy Story 3 was very sad and emotional. And, you know, I guess there are two areas maybe where you could argue that you should be having the floodworks. Primarily, I would say what, in the garbage scene? Mm Mm-hmm. Would be one where sure. like it looks like all hope is lost, yep. and then at the very uh, end when you know they're finally like goodbye Andy and they move on to Bonnie. <laughs> Neither time did I feel the need to cry. Well, it's not. Nor did I feel like it was that emotional. I feel here's wow. my crazy hot take. I feel Toy Story Four was more emo like played on the emotion strings more than Toy Story Three. Mm. Think, anyway, well, I think Toy Story Four's uh, emotional strands continued the ones. That you start to really feel in Toy Story three. Mm-hmm. That uh, makes sense in terms of in terms of some of the themes in Toy Story three. It's about you know it's about growing up and moving on. And the movie was so effective. Like personally for me, that movie came out in June of two thousand ten, the same month I graduated high school, wow. uh, and then I was going to college that summer. So I was in the exact same situation that Andy was in, and so for me that that certainly hit home because it. it Wait, is, so you cried? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, but it's a transition um, in terms of your life. You're growing up and you're moving on and, and saying goodbye to these toys. It's a big theme of of life in general. And I think this movie kind of continues of what, you know, those things that you say goodbye to, how do they, you know, it, it ends with, Toy Story 3 ends with the toys ending up with Bonnie and starting a new cycle. 
But as this movie, and we'll talk about, goes into, that cycle doesn't necessarily repeat itself. It, it isn't, it's not cyclical, necessarily. Uh, but you still owe us your one-word impression. Shiny. Mm-hmm. It was shiny. Shiny. The animation, and I'm still trying to decide if that is a bad thing or a good thing, but the toys themselves had a lot of reflection, a lot of shine to them. Sure. Especially like um, Bo, but obviously she's a porcelain doll. That's kind of what you would expect. But even like Woody, granted it's plastic, at certain points it seemed like it was very, very shiny and kind of maybe overdone shiny. And it kind of took away from this idea of, you know, of the animation. Granted it's all computer generated, but, you know, I use the term shiny because it also helped with like the raindrops, the shadow in the hair, the individual hairs you could actually see. You could see the sheen and the shine through that. And that was one of the, the big things I loved about this movie is the animation has come so, so far. We were actually talking about this on the way back. You know, if they did do a Toy Story 5, I would I would play like crazy devil's advocate here and say, do Toy Story 5, do it live action, and then use the same animation style that you use to do the toys in the live action because then those toys would feel and look real within the real world. And we're getting to this, like, really weird, you know, pivotal point, right, where you've got things like NVIDIA, what they call, like, um, R-Sync and, like, all this other kind of, like, crazy graphic technology where it's imitating real light and it's able to be done with very little power um, and it's able to be done in, like, real time. Eventually, what basically is going to happen is we'll all be living in a Toy Story world. And everything will be fake. Augmented reality. Yep, that was a really weird... I don't know how I got How do there. you know we're not already in that world? What if we're the toys? What if we're the tethered? Oh, for the love of God, screw that movie. You loved it. I did like the, the tethered and the, uh, the us. That was a good film. The Check us. out our Was it uh, was Us Good podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what that would be shameless called, yeah. drop right there. Check out our Was Shameless Good podcast. We don't do that. I hate that show. Check out our Was... I hate that show. Good podcast. Oh my god! Check out that one. All right, is there a way to turn him off? He's broken. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can mute his mic. Buzz, yes. buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> to the rescue. What is wrong with you? Are you okay? Yes, I'm a toy. Oh boy, I'm broken. So moving on, we go into our next section here, where we have our great producer Arjuna, who does a breakdown of what happened in this film. This one's a long one. It's a very oh, long no. one. So granted, uh, please stick around for for most you of this. You could just read through the whole thing. I will read. I will read through this very very quickly. Mm. <clears throat> the movie starts with a flashback to happier times. Goodbye, porcelain doll, who used to be damsel in distress. Oh look, Woody is a loser. Franken-fork. Trash. Road trip, bitches. Woody and Forky bond over children being assholes. ADHD. Woody. Creepy fucking doll. Oh, look. Villain plot. Goodbye, Forky. Reunited with Bo Poop. Alternative (laughs) uniforms for old characters. Now you need multiple. Oh, Buzz is in this movie. Oh, Key and Peele. Back to the antique shop. Keanu. Key and Peele think of how to kill an old woman. They fail to (laughs) rescue Forky. Woody gives up his voice. Villain gets rejected. Now she's a good guy. Get to the RV. Dad goes to jail. Gabby Gabby goes to a different person. Woody stays behind. Everyone cries. Forky and Knifey. The end. Yeah. That is Arjuna's uh, approximate 
sum up of the entire film. Those, those are great chapter titles. Those are really good. Cha- like you should, Disney should hire you to do <laughs> chapter titles for like everything that they have. The uh, the unofficial script chapters. Seriously, yeah. that would make it more interesting. Diving into this, you know, Christian, looking at this based on Arjuna's description. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pick a pick a cup. Like pick one to start. Like what what would what would be your favorite? And kind of like let's talk about why that would be like your oh. favorite from the movie. Oh, I, I actually don't even have the list up in front of me. Uh, let me steal yours. Wow, here. we have an outline. Wow, yeah. uh, professional. Uh, excuse over me, here. I'm monitoring the chat here. Okay, and uh, no one is saying anything. There's something that's called multiple tabs. It's called multitasking. That's uh, true. That's true. Uh, I will. Uh, let me start here. I'll start with my favorite pieces of this movie, which are embedded in here pretty well. Uh, Forky. Forky. Incredible. Great. The the whole concept, and that's something that we haven't seen done in Toy Story. Would you say that's your favorite part of the movie? Forky? Uh, or we, we'll get I'm, to that later. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say it's definitely up there. Okay. Uh, you know, the fact that you have a child creating her own toy is, and then it, you know, being this, at, in the beginning, very strange, scared, trash-addicted thing. Do you think that's like a drug reference? Yeah, it, it could. No, no. <laughs> but but remember that was maybe. his. Re- that I think it goes back to the idea of like what was his reality before? Yeah, of his, course. Immediately before being assembled into he was just that trash. he was yeah. just pieces of trash, and then she breathed new life into. And, and it seems like the act of becoming a toy and your purpose becoming to please children, which is strange, uh, <laughs> breathes life into you. So before you had no life, but as soon as you're given a purpose to please little children. You have life, which seems uh, like a very kind of like self-centered. Yes, yes. Human the, idea. The uh, the there there you there's a lot of interesting messages in these movies that you could break down. I won't go there. My other really favorite part of the movie, of course, has to be uh, the K's, Keanu and Keegan. Uh, Keanu, you didn't, like, you didn't like Jordan Peele? Was Peele in it? Was he the other one? Yeah. Man, I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't, didn't, I didn't sound even like know, I didn't know either one of them were so in this film. I could tell Keegan. So, yeah. The Keegan was obvious. So the yellow guy, the yellow bear, the little yellow bear was definitely Keegan. Sure. And Keegan's I was like, the bald one, right? It would be f- yes. It would be. And I was like, it would be funny if the blue one was uh, Jordan Peele. And I was like trying to listen to it, but it actually didn't sound like. I, I couldn't tell. Really, so, I, I thought it was obvious. But yeah. Maybe that, you know they maybe recorded this audio like two, three years ago. Probably oh, like a uh, long. Yeah. So I, you know, he was younger then. So he sounded different. He was younger. He uh, didn't win. He hadn't won an Oscar then. He was Oscarless. He was Oscarless. So his voice definitely changed. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, his uh, rate's gone up at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I w- so I would say uh, so. I so here's the thing. Right off the top of the bat, I think the strongest part of the movie that I enjoyed the most were probably the new the new characters, the new heroes. Yes. Not all the new characters were that good, but. Those three, and then also uh, Canadian, you know, Canada. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Duke Kaboom. Duke, Duke Kaboom. Kaboom. He was great as well. And that, yeah, so that was definitely my favorite part. Um, do you want to hear my least favorite? No, not yet. Oh. Not yet. <laughs> we're going through the plot. You're jumping ahead. Yeah. You, we're going maybe through. if you had the outline open. Yeah, Jesus. God. Um, Ravi asked you what your favorite part from the plot points. The first half of the movie, uh, it was more slow than fast. <laughs> was more slow than fast. Yeah, you can write okay. that down. And uh, yeah, that's all I'll say about the plot, I guess. And that's all I have to say about that. Yep. That's all I gotta say about the plot. So Arjuna, what would let's yeah let's just jump into Arjuna's favorite part. Uh, I think I I think what I liked was the arc of Woody. Uh, oh, okay. In this movie, I liked that you know, I put like Woody as a loser at the front, and it was interesting to see you know this is the guy that was you know the favorite of Andy for three movies, 
uh, and he's entered this new situation with Bonnie, and he's kind of a reject. He's not really that popular with Bonnie. Uh, you see that he's he's struggling to find his new role with this new person, and uh, the way they left it in three, you just assumed, right, mm-hmm. that uh, he would just pick up where he left off with Andy and be another favorite toy for Bonnie, but it doesn't necessarily work that way, and I kind of felt that was realistic. Uh, and, and I did like I did like that arc, and um, I think I mentioned in the car, this movie probably, it wouldn't have made as much money, obviously, and they're never going to do it, but it would have been more accurate if it was titled Woody. Yeah. Because this is a, this is more, even more so than the other Toy Stories, because the Toy Story movies, you know, Woody's always been the central character, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone has kind of supported his arc, but this more so than the other three is really all about Woody uh, and his story and how the other characters kind of really feed into that story. So I think I think Woody's arc uh going from, you know, oh, I have to serve Bonnie like I did Andy to kind of finally accepting that, you know what, I can I can do something new. Uh and and really detaching from that and becoming a quote unquote lost toy, uh, I thought was very beautiful uh, arc. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Forky as my favorite thing because number one, uh the act oh God, why can't I remember Tony it? Hale. Tony Hale did a fantastic fantastic job of kind of making Forky this weird weird toy and they could have not picked a better actor (laughs) and I'm not saying he's a weird guy but he just plays kind of the strange different off the beaten path kind of character he does a very very good job of that favorite line in the movie is when he's like I was made for I was made for soup salad Maybe chili. Then I was meant to be thrown away. <laughs> just the way he delivers that is just so good. So arrested development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, just a, he was. He's, he's definitely Forky was probably the most interesting thing because, like, going back to what Krishna says, like, it also kind of like opens up this like, well, hold on a second, like, yeah, he's trash. And now all of a sudden he's like <laughs> he is alive, and you know, a child created this life thing and it's like wait what what but it makes sense like for sure i remember like picking up random pieces of whatever and being like oh this is a toy now or you know use your imagination sure so yep that's the key right there imagination brings it all to life yeah yeah so christian i'm I'm, I'm interested to start this uh what we call the negative nancy phase yeah where to begin I mean, usually I'm the one that kind yeah. of brings up the negative stuff, and That's I'm actually okay. being positive for we once. We can't. So. We can't all have roses for everything. Well, let's uh, let's before we jump. Is in, this the Bachelor? Yeah. Before we jump into like your actual negative, yeah, part, portion, negatives, like what you didn't like about the film. Yeah. Can we take a, a step back first and like before you even tell us what you don't like? Yeah. Maybe take a, a self step back and ask yourself why you didn't like these things maybe oh, yeah. maybe there's something wrong with you maybe there is yeah anyway go ahead what what did uh, what did you not like All right. so to go off of arjuna's Great. Anyway, original <laughs> point uh arjuna's original point in the beginning where toy story 3 was a perfect movie to close sure point number 1 right there uh, I'm sorry. What was it the felt point? like uh it, it felt like all of the, most of this movie felt extraneous it didn't feel needed point number 2 Toy Story 3, in, as you said, two key parts was very emotional and very sad. Mm-hmm. To me, though, 98% of Toy Story is supposed to be fun, fast, and, you know, it's there's a lot going on. And I remember at least Toy Story being a lot faster paced of a movie, the first three at least. This movie slowed it down and really pulled on the heartstrings. It didn't feel like a Toy Story movie to me, for most of it. Some of it did, and the parts that did were excellent. But point number three, uh-huh. not enough buzz. 
And they should have called this movie Woody because, again, it didn't feel like a Toy Story movie. I wanted a Toy Story movie. Yes, there were toys. Yes, they came to life. But there was not enough buzz. Buzz Lightyear has always been the sidekick to, uh, to Woody. And it felt like he was in this maybe, maybe, maybe 20%. And I think I'm being liberal there uh, because of all the new characters. And it is a very Woody-centric movie. So those three main points right there are why... I didn't like the movie. But that's com- I'm confused by that. So what's your least favorite part, though? Um, I need to write it down, man. Uh, so I'm going to say my least favorite part was probably it being too emotional. It was too... It was They were trying It was trying too hard to make it a, uh, a very emotional movie. And to me, Toy Story, that's, that's a, it should be a strong part, but it shouldn't be the main part. Okay, do you, when was the last time? Okay, so Toy Story 3, obviously. It's I, been a long time. I haven't seen so it in a while. So I saw it more recently. Yeah, yeah. Buzz, is, Buzz and Woody, like I get what you're saying with Buzz and Woody having the buddy cop thing. Yeah. But that was big in Toy Story 1. And it was two. Not really, because remember in Toy Story 2, mm-hmm. uh, Woody gets displaced and meets Jesse. Yeah. And they're separated for like maybe 80% of the Jesse, film. Jesse, Bullseye, and the Prospect. Yeah. And what what's uh, Buzz's role in that movie? Cuz maybe finding uh, finding him. But he's in it. He has a mission. He and this a- his mission is find Woody, go to the like it's it's a it's a small little bit. It's a joke. Yeah, but oh, what's my inner voice tell me? Like it's that's, but that's, that's been important. but that's been Buzz's thing. Like even in Toy Story three, yeah. it's the same idea. They get separated because remember Buzz stays at the uh, daycare th- place or whatever, mm-hmm. and Woody tries to get back in. And then remember, Buzz is turned into Mexican Buzz, evil Mexican, <laughs> evil Buzz. Mexican yeah. Buzz. So like, so there's like even less. So I I would argue that there was more Buzz in this. I would say there was more true to true to Buzz in this mm-hmm. than there was in Toy Story three. It still didn't feel like enough though. I, like, man, like like I said, I haven't seen those movies in a long time, so I have to go off of my initial feeling when I saw those movies. Right. Which but is I remember wrong. I remember having a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. And I remember be, laughing at Buzz a lot more. Uh, and in this, it just felt, I don't know, it felt cheap. What they did with Buzz felt cheap, and it didn't feel like they did enough with him for me. And of course, that's just my I opinion. I will my say the, the Toy Story since Toy Story 1, the the basis of the story has been the same. Woody is displaced from the other toys. Yep. And uh, Buzz and, 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 and then, the toys help get back. So then you can much. add it to the same old story. Yeah. Kind of, with, with just different yeah. themes and, and different yeah. um, points. Uh, Toy Story 3 is a little different um, because they're displaced, and then they're together, and I, I don't know. Um, it's too emotional. Hmm. Really, I still don't think Toy Story Three is that emotional. This, like I said, this is cool. You're losing Andy in Toy Story Three, but you're going to a new home together with your your Biffles. Yeah, this one's like you've been with your Biffles forever, and now Woody and Buzz are separating after X amount of X amount of time. Yeah. to me, that's more. And even that felt a little bit cheap. It was really? it was it was more emotional when he was leaving Bo. That was the emotional part when when Buzz was like, "Oh, you know, she'll be fine." Who? Bonnie. Bonnie will be fine. That was like that felt like that felt way less intense than Woody saying goodbye to Bo, who he's now just been reunited with. That that felt to me like that felt like the cheapest part of the movie, like such a letdown. I was like, "You're walking away from your best friend and they're both kind of happy about it, which is great. You know, they're leaving on good terms, I guess, right?" right. But what? Like what? Buzz is supposed to be his like best friend or like his sidekick. Did you ever? No, set this but he up is. So like one. he knows what makes him happy would be Bo. Right. So he's not going to be sad. I mean, yeah, sure, he's sad that he won't see him. 
But like he's also the, happy the, that the character motivations are fine. I'm okay sure. with that. It's the way it's presented, the way that the movie is presented. It. You just don't feel like that the Buzz Lightyear toy really nailed uh, showing the proper facial emotion. The writers and the direction <laughs> sure didn't. That's for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wish they would have kept more Zerg. You know, Zerg I really was a great. Zerg villain. has made an appearance. Sid was a great villain. Zerg, you. I don't know if you're aware. Zerg has made an appearance in every uh, Toy Story except this one. Ah, he was in Toy Story One, Toy Story Two, Toy Story Three. At the very end, it's yep. not necessarily the same Zerg, but a Zerg type figure. Sure, there was no Zerg in this one. I did. Nor, like nor were there any little green aliens either. No little green no aliens. No army men. No army men either. There's a lot. No Sid. Maybe that's why you didn't. It didn't feel like a Toy Story movie. Yeah, like key characters that Maybe. are kind of always there. And I get it. I did there. like RC being in the beginning though. RC was always one of my favorite toys. Yeah, did you have the car? Yeah, I did. It was a pretty. I cool still car. have it. And now he's gone. He was in the, rest of the movie. He's in storage. Uh, wow! So you—he's coming back. When? I, we'll discuss that later. Mar- do you still have your Woody and Buzz toy? I do. How old are you? I am twenty-six. <laughs> oh man! What was your least favorite part, Rabbit? Wait, I'm sorry. Let's go back to Arjuna still having these sure. toys. Arjuna, you participate in the occasional use of recreational drugs. Sure. <laughs> have very, you ever very thought? Occasion, very occasional. Have you ever thought about getting high with your toys? Who says I haven't? Oh, boy. Nice. Uh, my least favorite part. My least favorite part. This is going to be weird, actually. I'm going to go with a twofer. Mm. Oh. Because they're equal. Number one is going to be just kind of the general pacing of the middle of the film. Mm-hmm. It definitely dragged. It was kind of like, it's an age-old story for yeah. the most part. Girl, Guy loses girl, gets reunited with girl, runs away with girl. Mm. That's kind of like the, you know, if you want to do like, <laughs> Quick one ah, sentence ah, or whatever, on. right? Um, so we kind of knew that was coming, and I always, I always go back to this thought process, this this thinking, because we had a, our good friend um, Brett on the show for the, <laughs> for the Pikachu movie, oh, and his big argument was, it's a fucking kids movie. This it's a children's, children's movie. movie. Exactly, exactly. In <laughs> the words Brett. of Brett. So I'm going to go with, I have to always keep that in the back of my head, because this is a G-rated yeah, movie yeah. and and majority of the and it was too slow and, and too, too sad to be a kids movie. No, not at all. Yeah. Because that remember it's it's designed for children. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. too slow. I would disagree. That's too slow for kids. This, this is, is wait. You're saying so. You're saying this was just right for kids. For kids, I think they'll be okay with this. For us, because we're used to like the Marvels. Wait, you you flipped it. Kids, huh. kids have kids are supposed to have a shorter attention span than adults, right? The scientifically, what that's supposed to have. So the fact that you just said, "No, no, I this pacing is good for kids," so we we need pacing. the quick cuts. That's, it should be flipped. Kids no. need the no, quick cuts. No, no, we cuts. as adults, we're stuck in this weird thing where we're like, we need the quick, moving story or whatever. That's very interesting interpretation. So there's that. But my other least favorite thing about this, and this is very bizarre, is you. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You can't Pacing be... Pacing slash Krishna. Krishna, because you are supposed to be the more positive one of the group. Yeah. You can't steal my thunder. Thunder. You, I didn't tell you to like this movie. I, I Thank God they did. I liked it. I was very positive about it. But you can't steal my bit. You're stealing my bit. Uh, I You, you don't can't, have a bit. My bit is to hate... You do not have a monopoly on that bit. Yes, I do. No. Yes, I do. And sometimes I'm I can steal it. I'm suing you. <laughs> Fine. You're being sued. Oh, my. Arjuna, what was your least favorite part? Uh, so it's kind of going to be a tangent off of what Krishna said. Um, so Krishna talked about Buzz not being a big enough part of the movie. Uh, I don't think I think Buzz's role was similar to what it was in two and three. I think what was different 
was the OG Toy Story characters. The Rex, the Hams, the Slinkies, mm. the Potato Heads, even Jesse and Bullseye. They were such a small part of this movie. They they literally did nothing. Yeah. I counted how many lines um, Mr. Potato Head had because the controversy of this movie was Don Rickles, the original voice actor of Mr. Potato Head, died before he recorded any r- lines. Oh, and wow. And they announced that they were pulling archive uh, archives to use as lines for him. He had three lines. Yeah. Uh, which I guess makes sense. You know, they didn't want to replace the actor and they still want to be a part of it. But... I mean, Ham and Rex and all those characters also had a handful of lines. Those are classic a handful? characters. A, hand, a, handful. a handful. A handful of lines. A handful of lines. And, and that was, so to me, that was disappointing. Like, these are characters that are huge parts of Toy Story 1 and 2 and 3. You know, 3 was, of all the movies, was more of an ensemble movie where they all go through this thing together. Um, so, so to kind of this really just become Woody, <laughs> the movie... Uh, Woody the movie, you know, was disappointing. <laughs> this is Toy Story, yeah. Um, and I, I get it. There were they introduced a lot of new characters. You know, the the Keanu and 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 the Keegan and the Jordan Peele characters, and then you obviously have to give time to Gabby Gabby and reintroducing Bo Peep. I just wish the other characters didn't fall off like that. And, and then on top of that, the new characters that would have been introduced in Toy Story three, uh, Bonnie's toys, the Mister Porcupine and the Unicorn by. Jeff Garland and um, the like head honcho doll again I, I felt like they didn't have anything to do in this movie and it was just kind of yeah. like have them just sit in the RV and wait yeah I do some bitch stuff like cool. yeah, right. pull the brakes and yeah, lock the and, doors and it was just like <laughs> and then speak to the humans yeah that, that was, was a weird one I mean yeah. granted granted I think the GPL, I mean, it was pretty genius but. yeah Toy Story 1 though was interesting. They right? scared Sid, Sid, right? Sid, right? Where yeah. Woody actually turns and talks to him. So it's Make not like it's my a, day. Yeah, it's not like it's a new thing. Yeah, right. But still, yeah. So that I was disappointed by that. It re- and it really builds to the credence that this movie kind of maybe should have been called Woody. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good transition. We have our favorite section, which I think is a staple uh, for for what we do here, which we call rant. Ah. Rant time. So, you know, the big one is, you know, was this movie needed, right? Mm. Sure. You know, I always look at a question like that in two parts. Uh, the fan base, do the fans actually care or want it? And then number two, will actually make money for the company, right? Because at the end of the day, we make movies to sell movies, products, toys, toys, crap, etc. <laughs> so let's start with... The um, let's actually start with the company. So the Walt Disney Company decided <laughs> it would be a good idea to make this movie. They got green lit and it came out. Arjuna, how is it doing in the box office? So it's, it's underestimate. It's <laughs> under the estimates, uh, not by much. It's still making a lot of money. Yep. Uh, but the estimates were between 100. And, uh, I think the low end estimate was 150 million by Disney. Okay. For the weekend. Some some people thought it would break over two hundred million for the weekend box office, which would oh, be uh, like an Avengers esque type. Uh, it wouldn't be as good. Um, like right. Endgame made like six hundred million. Yeah, that was like almost well, nothing billion. is as good as that. <laughs> uh, but the movie is is right now on pace for about one hundred twenty five million for the weekend. So coming in a oh, bit lower damn. Uh, than expected, not a ton lower. Like one hundred twenty five million is still a very good opening. It's still the second highest opening I think ever for a Pixar movie behind um, Incredibles two. Oh, wow. So Which came out last year. So, obviously, opening weekend is always, like, a big and important thing for a movie. Sure. Here's a question, and I don't work at Disney. I'm not a person of strategy. 
Disney announced a couple days ago that Avengers Endgame is coming back to theaters again for like X amount of time. Sure. With that not added scenes. scenes. Will that not ruin Weekend 2 for Toy Story? Is it coming out next weekend? I believe so. Yes, Uh, it will. Yes, it will. 100%. Okay. So, I'm I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just throwing that information uh, out Disney, there. well, th- th- this is the problem Disney's running into. If you actually look... If, <laughs> they, they own they too, have too many, many franchises. Movies. They have too many uh, properties. Yes, um, yes. And if you look at the vacuum that Endgame kind of created, yeah. yes, it made $2 billion. It also, like, killed every other blockbuster that's basically come out since then. Yeah. Uh, in terms of in terms of gross. And a lot of the studios hate it. Like, Godzilla supremely underperformed. Now, granted, a lot of these movies weren't good. Yeah. Right? Godzilla wasn't good. Men in Black International wasn't good. Shaft wasn't that good. Uh, the list goes on. Did you see of, Shaft? I haven't seen Shaft yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but all these movies underperformed greatly. They were also not very well received. Um, and it's been considered... If you take an Endgame away, this is like one of the worst summer blockbusters that we've had in a long time. Uh, in terms of quality program, quality movies, uh, and things of that nature. One in- other interesting tidbit that people think that Pixar and Disney missed out on was releasing this movie the weekend after Father's Day. So Father's Day weekend is generally a good weekend to release um, summer blockbusters, specifically animated movies, um, because young families can go, you know, take the yeah, dads take the and dad the families, and go see this, yeah. go see this movie. And, <laughs> and they dad missed, can fall asleep in the and, they exactly. mi- and they missed it by a week, so people think that might have caught that might cost Pixar and Disney a couple hundred million dollars in the box Yikes. office. Yikes. Especially if end, the Endgame re-release does come out next week, that gives it only one week of life versus yeah. two weeks. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a strange oversight by a company that you would think would be on top of well, that. Well, they stuff. have, again, they have so many properties, right? They had Dark Fe- like Dark Phoenix is now technically theirs, right? So they have to figure out where that's going with Endgame, with Spider Man as well. Yeah, Spider Man's coming out in like, yeah, what, two weeks? Two Less weeks. Than? Yeah. And then you have Toy Story 4 in there, and then you have, you know, and it makes Frozen sense. 2 and it, that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, and it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you have, you have, like, Disney animation, you have Pixar animation, you have Marvel, you have Lucas, you have uh, Lucas. you have 20th Century Fox, you have Fox Searchlight, you know what I mean? You have all of these movies now that are under your one umbrella, and the merger just officially happened, and so you, it's not like, the movies that are coming out this year and even next year, you can't really stop those. You can move them around a little bit, yeah. but you have a surplus. Yeah. That's why, I mean, that's partially why Star Wars, like not to go into too much of a tangent, is moving to a every other year type of situation. Not necessarily because they don't want to release a Star Wars every movie. They just don't have the real estate to do it anymore. Yeah. That's why you probably, we won't get three Marvel movies a year, I think, for a while, personally. And we, I think, sh- we should. We I think really it would should. be a bad idea to keep going yeah. with three Marvel movies a year just because I think you have so many other properties that you have to feed that you're going to cannibalize yourself. And yeah. it makes sense that they're releasing Avengers Endgame Again, they want the record. Well, they want the record, but also it's going to help boost sales for Spider-Man. Yes, right. Yes, because true. That's, that yeah. movie takes place right afterwards. Let's bring it back to Toy Story because we've kind of gone off of a thing. <gasps> so the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Pixar. There we go. <laughs> so obviously for Disney, they're gonna they made this movie for whatever reason. It may not be a big massive seller for them. Do we think for the fan base though? Did the, did the fans want a Toy Story four? Do they care? No, I don't think. I think. I think. I think when this movie was announced, there was a, a collective groan <laughs> in terms of, or at least surprise. I was by blind. Toy I Story. Like, Why? I wasn't surprised because corporations are greedy. Yeah. But I was disappointed because I do. I still and I still believe this. Toy Story 
one through three is a perfect trilogy. Yeah. It's a perfect arc. Um, it's a perfect story. Toy Story 4, having seen Toy Story 4, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just more of an epilogue. It's more of a an addition that's not needed. Like a cough. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is what happens and it's an interesting story and I don't I'm not I don't regret that I saw the movie. Yeah. Um, but was it needed? Absolutely not. Was right. it, you know, it, has it as good as all the other Toy Stories? I I I can't say definitively. Right. It's debatable. Um, it's and and I, I don't think you could really have the, that strong of a debate for any of the other three movies. Um, yeah. So I th- I think when this movie was announced, there was a groan. I do think this movie will make money. It's not going to make as much as Toy Story three. Right. Um. But yeah, I I, I ultimately don't think this movie was needed. Same. Real, actually, real quick. Yeah, I I think. Do you does this does this uh does this take away a little bit of optimism you, optimism you have with the moves that Disney are making the the executive decisions they're making I mean the writing's been on, on the wall for a while I think in the terms of how they're managing their franchises and it really does seem that you know their driving uh, force behind all their decisions is going to be the bottom dollar right I mean it's always been that way though sure um, but it but it's like more than double like you have, you have like like the, the bottom dollar is way up here, and then yeah. the creative, the creativity is like down here almost. It's like it doesn't matter if it suffers creatively; if it makes even some money, we're gonna go ahead and do it. I think I think so because, especially with the Fox merger, they have to prove that it made sense financially to the investors. Mm-hmm. So they're going to just pump. I think we're turning. It's turning into, and I hate to use this analogy, but it's turning into like a movie sweatshop. Like we're yeah, gonna be getting sure. content after content piece everywhere in terms of TV, digital, toys, merch. Like it's people like there's been like a joke about oh not a joke but there's like oh everyone's getting comic book fatigued, um, we're getting Star Wars fatigued. It's only gonna get worse at we're, this point. We're gonna get Disney fatigued because yeah. Disney is the big monopoly now. Yeah. And you and you still have that through line of like what makes a Disney movie and you're seeing it yeah. all of these Star Wars, yep. Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Pixar, you know what I mean? They all ca- have catch these like certain th- elements yeah, in the movies that these are these themes similar. that are gonna yeah. get boring and it's just killing creativity and, and one liners. Po- yeah. At some point big right, time. At some point the balance is gonna break and it will break Disney and you know, I think we'll get a diversity of voices again. But right now we're at the point of like it's Disney and Versus not there, much else. Yeah, there's yeah. no really. there are a couple of like interesting pieces coming out here and there. Like there's that well, and I blockbuster hate specific. Big blocks are yeah. blockbuster specifically, but like there's that Brad Pitt space movie coming Ad out Astro. with Tommy with uh, Tommy Lee Jones. That's coming out. There's a Dune movie remake coming out. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Really? Dune is a great, fantastic story. It's a great story, and they haven't done it right on well, screen I'm yet. Well, ho- I'm hoping that this is it, but you Don't know, get your hopes up. I will totally get my hopes up. <laughs> Dune, is, I, Dune is a tough... It's what I do. Dune is such a tough piece of fiction to capture on film. Some some pieces of fiction do not lend themselves to the screen because too much detail is lost. True. Because it's too big. True, true, true. Unless, you're gonna make it, unless you make it 10 movies. Don't give it to Disney, and we'll be okay. Fair. Anyway. Breaking news. No, I'm just <laughs> Disney. Anyway, moving on. We have our other section here that we'd like to do called Hot Take. Ah. Krishna, you have a hot take for us. It just says on our outline, Krishna, so yeah. surprise us. Well, uh, I think I've already probably given the cats out of the bag already. It is? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. My, my hot take is this, that this movie was not a good children's movie. 
Okay. So for a movie that builds itself as a kid's movie that has toys come to life and is fed by the imagination, it was too slow, it was too boring, and uh, it was too... It tried to be too over-emotional. So it's not a good children's movie. You take the same themes and you put them in an adult movie, right, with the same pacing and stuff, and it could work. But the fact is they try to make an adult movie a kid's movie. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I realize I sound like a crazy man. You do. So here, here's a question for you. I'm trying to make an adult movie here's, a kid's movie. Here's my, here's, my, uh, here's my hot take against your hot take. Oh, yeah, go ahead. And take it for what you will. The inner child and you loved it? No. Get out. Krishna, you're an adult. You have no kids. So how can you make a claim like that? Because I still, I still like, I like Pokemon movie. I love Teen Titans Go. I love. Th- there are certain kids movies that have come out recently that uh-huh. I absolutely love. Uh huh. And this movie did not entertain me like those did. But those movies, okay, so those movies are a little bit different because they're for children. I, I am say, a child. I wouldn't say that they were f- just for children. Those ones had a more adult type themes in them. This one, sure. I always look at like the rating of a movie to kind of determine sure. who is this really for. This is a G-rated movie, which means 100% for kids. Yeah, and it was too slow and too boring. But you're not a kid. And oh, try Your to be mindset, too over-emotional. You have so much other, like as adults, we get a lot of other baggage. Sure. That's why we do this podcast. You're right. You're right. You're right, Ravi. I cannot say for sure right. if kids will love or hate this movie. You're correct. absolutely correct. The ch- inner child inside of me uh-huh. did not like it. Well, but I, I, you're right, though. I'm speaking for all children, <laughs> and that is the wrong thing to do. I shouldn't do that. Um, from my perspective, it seems like not a very good formula to be too slow, too boring, and over-emotional. To me, that just does not sound like a good formula for a good kids movie. What they should and it's being reflected in the uh, budge, uh, box office, right there. So you know what would have been funny though if they, if it was supposed to be a movie for kids or whatever sure. or the younger generation should be ADD man. That's no, what I want. What they should have done is they should have like incorporated like stupid shit like Fortnite toys. Yeah. Oh man. Oh <laughs> my god. Why didn't they do it's that? It's Disney. Why couldn't they do that? Jesus. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. That would have been pretty funny. That would have been amazing. Uh so we went over box office, one twenty five. Critic score, you know, it's a certified fresh. What is it? Ninety eight percent. So ninety eight percent, which is the same Toy Story three got. Uh, Toy Story one and two got a hundred percent. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. What would you have given it as you hate this movie? I would have given it a sixty. Right no. on the cusp. I would have given it about barely, 85 85%. Barely fresh. Barely. 85%. <clears throat> Anyways. What would you have given it? Me? Yeah. I think 98% makes sense. Wow. Visually, it's beautiful. It's cutting edge. They definitely used some new tech in there. Um, pacing was a little bit of an issue, sure, but overall the story kind of makes sense. I want to find... Uh, directing was really good. The actual characters who did the voiceover, you know, Tim Allen, Tom Hanks, Keanu Reeves, Keegan... Um, Jordan some, Peele Jordan Peele some other people that I can't remember the names <laughs> Annie of Annie Potts Annie Potts Joan Cusack Rashida Jones she wrote the script actually for or helped co-write it did a great job so yeah I think a 90% is fair yeah I think it's fair especially in a day and age where Disney's paying off Rotten Tomatoes uh, uh, yeah and it's never been more <laughs> is clear is it owned by is, uh, do they own it yet what Disney yeah I'm sure through some weird shell company or of some course. creepy bullshit thing sure um, so I think kids were getting to that point we do have uh, a massive party that we're throwing today to celebrate. Massive. Yep. We're celebrating uh, uh, whatever the day is today. Sunday? Sure. We're <laughs> Sunday fun day party. June 23rd, a famous day, apparently. Sure, why not? So, Arjuna, 
Was Toy Story 4 good? Yes, it was. I would say uh, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as good as some of the previous Toy Stories, but uh, it was better than I expected. I was entertained. I got choked up. Yeah, um, you were crying. I did not cry. Trina, you were right. Every time, real quick, every time you would reach for your drink, <laughs> right, which you did oh. a lot, especially towards the end of the film, drinking a ton. Whoa. Because you were crying. Don't make that noise ever again. I'm sorry. That also, was I had a straw. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're but I, I, I just, I think the movie uh, was a great epilogue to the Toy Story series, and I think this definitively, I hope to God, is the end. Just announced Toy Story 5. Yep. <laughs> Kill me now. It's on Twitter. Oh, God. I'm just kidding. There is no Toy Story 5. Krishna, yeah. was Toy Story 4 good? Surprise, surprise. No, it was not. Uh, for reasons Fucking I don't need Grinch to. over here. I don't need to uh, <laughs> go over. So that is that. Ravi, was Toy Story 4 good? It was fabulous and good wow. and amazing. Fabulous. And I had a great time except for the middle because of pacing issues. <laughs> and would you guys watch it again? No, no. <laughs> you, you would not watch it again. I don't watch a lot of movies again unless they're like sci-fi based. And well, one-offs. according to our wasn't good, you would watch a lot of things again. <laughs> <laughs> you would watch. You would watch just for movies in particular. Ravi, you would watch the 1992 Aladdin. You would watch Detective Pikachu. Oh, you would yeah. watch Avengers Endgame. Yep. Shazam. Us. Lego Movie Two. Glass. Into the Spider-Verse, okay, Bohemian right. Rhapsody, right, Free 2, right, okay. Hunter Killer, okay. First Man, not Venom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocking. Okay, well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. This was the Was It Good podcast where we review movies and TV shows. I was your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good and on a Instagram at Was It Good BTM. And on Twitch. And on Twitch at also Was It Good we twitch. Not yeah. We, like, like, yeah, we twitch. We're like, the future. <laughs> not like the drug version. Anyway, goodbye.